Welcome to HR in 15, a podcast dedicated to addressing the complexities of modern HR in just 15 minutes. Brought to you by Prestige PEO, simplifying HR. Hi, and welcome to another episode of HR in 15. I'm Kelly Tavares, Human Resource Business Partner here at Prestige PEO and your host today. We're joined today by Ken McCarthy, President of Integrity by McCarthy, Inc. Integrity by McCarthy is built on Ken's experience as a retired executive to help leaders protect their businesses and their employees from workplace harassment, violence, wrongdoing, and fraud, and how to respond and recover when such incidents occur. Integrity by McCarthy is a trusted resource for business owners who want to protect their business, their employees, and their reputations. Ken, thank you so much for joining us on Season 3 of HR in 15. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really honored to be here, and I'm quite impressed with what uh, Prestige PEO has to offer its clients. So it's great to be here. Great. Awesome. Well, we're happy to have you. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about your background and what inspired you to create Integrity by McCarthy? Certainly. So uh, I spent um, a career within the uh, Canadian federal government. Most of that time was, was within an organization called the Canada Border Services Agency, which is very much like uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection. In my last 10 years of my career, I was the uh, director of a group um, called Professional Standards, and it's very similar to an internal affairs program. It was a program where we conducted administrative investigations into allegations of harassment, violence, wrongdoing, fraud, you name it. Um, com- coming from anywhere across Canada with our 15,000 employees. In my, uh, you know, I guess about halfway through that, that final 10 years in my career, I, I fell in love with the program. I fell in love with the importance of uh, investigations programs because what I had seen is I'd seen incidents and investigations that, you know, turn people's lives upside down. And I took a look and I said, I want to make sure we can do better. I noted that, you know, these things have ripple effects and impacts that go far beyond the workplace. I've seen, you know, workplaces themselves destroyed because of an incident of, you know, harassment and violence and then the investigation that follows. I've seen relationships between people fall apart and I've seen reputations destroyed. And then I've seen beyond that, it takes an awful lot of effort and commitment to actually rebuild an organization after an incident of violence or harassment occurs. Obviously, the solution is is really to prevent it from happening in the first place. So, you know, falling in love with the program, the importance of, you know, doing it right, um, I decided upon retirement from the Canadian federal government that I would actually start my own business, uh, Integrity by McCarthy Incorporated. What I wanted to do is I wanted to raise the bar on how investigations are conducted, hopefully to help businesses prevent incidents from happening in the first place. I make this joke, ideally, I'd like to put workplace investigators out of business. I do workplace investigations myself, but as I said, I've seen what they do to people and reputations and organizations. Integrity by McCarthy, we're a family organization. My goal is uh, very, very young members of the family. Hopefully, they'll be running the corporation in about 20 years' time. And we really want to make a difference in the world of employment. We want to help restore their workplaces to their highest potential, help businesses make profits because they're not spending money, time, resources on dealing with the consequences of a toxic workplace. And uh, we want to keep businesses and individuals out of trouble. Great. Thank you so much for sharing that. Today, we're discussing how businesses can spot toxic culture in their workplace. First, what are the risks associated with the toxic culture? Kelly, um, one of the, um, or there's a number of risks. One of the things that come to mind in, in, initially or immediately is employees not feeling safe. Um, not feeling safe about offering their opinions, 
Um, there may be opportunities within the workplace that are missed, opportunities for innovative solutions not being offered because people are afraid to speak. You're going to see uh, another risk you're going to see is that people are not going to, employees are not going to reach their full potential because they're afraid again. Likely organizations will, will see high turnover. You'll lose good people as well. Another risk is you'll probably see people go on sick leave. Um, Long-term disability benefits may need to be paid. If they're employer paid or government paid, you're going to see these things happening. Um, organization itself, um, even the leaders within the organization could actually find themselves facing civil litigation or even criminal charges depending on the issue. So that's another risk coming from it. Obviously, uh, risks of toxic workplaces, toxic culture is organizations are not going to be able to maximize their profits. There'll be a negative impacts on productivity. People aren't there. People are not happy to be there. Leaders may find themselves actually having to deal with a serious allegation at some point where somebody comes forward and says, enough is enough. I can't handle this. A person may, a leader may find themselves in the headlines of a newspaper, just like many uh, professional sporting franchises, large corporations, even small and medium sized businesses that we've seen in the news over the years and right up till midway through uh, 2022. Toxic culture obviously will continue over generations. That's a risk if it's not addressed. And certainly those who know how to thrive within such a culture will do so and they'll continue in the organizations. Quite worried from a risk perspective of the reputation of the leader, the small business owner. Um, their reputation could be tarnished. The organization's reputation could be tarnished as well. Huge risk there. And another thing, uh, risk of insider threat. Um, the whole notion of, you know, my organization doesn't care about me. I'm going to do something, maybe commit fraud or whatnot, because they don't care about me because I've given them so much, um, because opportunities are there to, you know, maybe do something inappropriate. And obviously, one of the last things, big risks, is the toxicity. Let's say it starts out as just incivility. Um, could escalate to an actual act of physical violence or even psychological violence in the workplace. So there's some very, very significant risks associated with having a toxic culture. Definitely. And thank you. Those were all, all really interesting points. I feel like you gave our listeners such a, a well-rounded, you know, different area of things to consider. And what would you say are the warning signs that business owners need to be looking out for? Kelly, I would say that um, business leaders, or, um, owners need to start looking at the trends and patterns and ask themselves a number of questions. So um, how many of your employees called in sick today? Okay. Um, we're in this, you know, we, we, we're in this time of uh, COVID-19 for the past few years. Um, obviously, there's people away for those sorts of reasons, but what other sorts of reasons are people away and how many are away? How many have been away on sick leave for an extended period of time? You know, in many jurisdictions, you're not allowed to know why the person is away from the workplace. So you can't say, aha, that's, you know, mental health or whatnot. But take a look at your trends over time. What are we seeing? Are we seeing something different? Something else is, you know, leaders may not always have the opportunity to see the interactions of each and every one of their employees. So they need to count on their, their mid-level managers, but you really need to take a look at whether your employees are acting any differently from what they normally would act like in the workplace. Maybe there's something bad going at home. Maybe there's something bad taking place in the workplace. You know, you may see an employee who normally is not into any problems whatsoever, all of a sudden have an episode where they yell at somebody, um, name calling, gossip, whatnot. It's completely out of character. That could be an indicator that there's something possibly happening. So something to look out for. Um, you could take a look at your employees who are normally very active in the workplace, making contributions, offering an opinion. Um, have these people gone silent? You know, those people who would normally speak up. Might that be an indicator that something is not right 
Um, incidents of actual incidents of incivility in the workplace. Are you seeing these things happen? Are you seeing, you know, it could start off with just, you know, inappropriate comment here and there or a little bit of gossip or whatnot. Are you seeing an increase? Are you seeing that they're actually happening or not? Um, oftentimes with, uh, with toxic workplaces, you, you hear, hear about uh, favoritism in the workplace. And so I, I recommend that leaders should actually take a look objectively to the extent they can. Are there certain employees within their workplace that always seem to be receiving the most perks or the most benefits? Take a look as well, another, another warning sign. Are you seeing complaints from employees? or from customers? And are you seeing any changes in the volumes or the nature of those complaints? Something interesting as well is, you know, normally there's interactions that take place uh, within a workplace, employees, whatnot, that's face-to-face, -face, either over video or in person. Um, what if you start seeing an increase in email or text communications on issues that normally would have been resolved face-to-face? -face? Maybe you want to ask yourself, is someone trying to build a case? Is there something going on? Because you always hear people telling others, you know, advice is document, document, document. If there's an incident, it applies to the HR folks. It applies certainly to employees as well. So, you know, keep an eye open for that sort of thing. A huge one, obviously, a huge warning sign is high turnover. Um, that's the most obvious uh, you know, symptom there. Um, the whole notion of people don't leave their jobs. They leave their bosses. They leave a bad environment. Another thing to, to take a look at is, is your hiring practices. And are you hiring the same kind of people, former colleagues, people from a, a certain person's alumni, whatnot? Um, are you maybe falling into a world of cronyism where you're, you're biased in your hiring? And again, you're hiring the same kind of people, which leads to concerns possibly of favoritism, could create a toxic culture for those who are not in that you know, sort of privileged circle. Um, sometimes uh, leaders will have employees talk to them about an issue, but they don't want to make it official. They don't want to raise concerns. They want to keep it off the record. If those sorts of conversations are happening, that's an indicator, yes, there's something going on. And, and for each one of those that's happening, you wonder how many are not happening that, you know, that could be. There's always that fear of retribution from people to actually come forward. So leaders really need, business owners really need to be paying attention to, you know, what people are saying, those conversations that are taking place. Um, you may have reserved team members, people who feel comfortable and happy and are open in their opinions, all of a sudden become disengaged, who don't care about their work or their jobs. Another concept we talk about is presenteeism, where somebody is present, but they're just literally, they're going for the motions. They're not invested in your organization at all. And again, going back to what I said, if somebody is normally, you know, a good employee who's engaging in, in all sorts of issues and discussions, they drop off the radar, they become disengaged. It's an indicator that, you know, something may not be right. If you start seeing things like no trust between colleagues or you see people you're kind of doing the end run around their supervisor to get to the business owner or the leader, suggests that there may be something untoward. And something that's really, really important to me is the whole concept of middle managers. I'll say middle managers walking the talk. So frontline managers, first level managers, um, are they dealing with issues? Can you see them actually having genuine conversations with their employees? about important topics such as diversity, equity, inclusion, discrimination, harassment, violence. Do you actually see your people doing that? Because your frontline leaders, your frontline managers need to make sure that everybody is on board and everybody knows what they need to do. And are there whispers? Are there rumors being uttered in the workplace? This again is something to look out for because it could be an indicator that 
something is happening and that perhaps the workplace uh, may be labeled as toxic or toxicity. So that's uh, an overview of the things that uh, leaders need to look for. Well, this has been great information, Ken. Thank you so much for sharing that information with our listeners. Ken will be returning for our next episode where we will discuss digital harassment, so be sure to tune in. In the meantime, you can find more information about Ken and Integrity at www.integritybymccarthy.ca, and you can listen to more episodes of HRN15 at www.hrn15.com. Thank you for tuning in. For questions or more information on today's topic, visit prestigepeo.com.